Now or Nights, Science with Ian Canellan. Now, of course, each week we speak with Ian, who is the Editor-in-Chief of the Royal Institution of Australia. They publish Cosmos magazine. We like to look at the news stories that are around each week in science. Now, we have to be careful with this one because we're going to be trying to try and be very clear. We're talking about COVID, uh, which, of course, was the, the big story for so long. Now we're going to get into these colder months and there's been some work about what's still around and what is the chance of being reinfected. Ian, can you give us a nice, simple version of this one? Evening, John. I reckon I can. Yeah, look, the, the, the good news is that we, we know this is a very comprehensive study. Um, what it reveals is that we, we, we know that about 8 in 10 Australians, so the vast majority of the population, have had a dose of COVID. Um, we know that these days, most COVID that's present in the community is one of the so-called Scrabble variants. They call them Scrabble because their their letter, preceding letter is Q or Z or B, the high value letters in Scrabble. They, the most common variant in our communities are the variant XBF. If you've had Omicron, most likely the BA1 variant, you're around 45% less likely to get Omicron or get one of these other Scrabble variants again. And you're even less likely to catch another variant, one of the older ones, Alpha or Delta. They reckon uh, a, a better than 82% chance that you won't catch it, which is pretty good news. The other thing the study looked at was severe disease. Now we, we know, unfortunately, this doesn't cover people being very ill at home. It's looking at hospitalisation and death. Um, but the news here is is actually really, really good, even better than uh, the news about reinfection. They reckon that um, you have protection of, of about 80% plus against severe disease if you catch COVID again. So if you do have the bad luck of copying another dose, yep. it's highly unlikely that you're going to end up in hospital um, we, we know that people are dying from, from COVID. Still, people who are in those very high-risk groups are ending up in hospital and people are still being killed by the disease. But if you are generally in a lower-risk group and fairly healthy, the chances of getting very sick if you're reinfected are very low. Okay, I can be Mr Selfish here and look at it from my point of view. So I, had, uh, I finally got it in December. Uh, so a few months ago, I'm assuming that was Omicron. Then you then you had the Delta wave was before that, so people can work it out. Yep. So if you copped it in the last wave, then that's the Omicron, and then you've got that high level of protection. I guess that then raises the question of whether you go and get another booster shot. Yeah, look, they reckon that they, the, uh, there is absolutely nothing to suggest that you shouldn't get another booster shot. All that you're going to do when the experts say, go ahead and get another booster shot, it's, people all know it's a TAGI, the, the group that looks yep. at the, this business for us, for the country. If they say, okay, in your age group, go get a booster shot, uh, there's nothing whatsoever to say that you shouldn't get it. Being infected with COVID is about the equivalent of having a booster shot. So these these percentage protections that we're talking, you know, and and the percentage lowerings of likelihood of catching it again are just the same if you get a shot. So it's always worth getting that shot. Yeah, and if you're tossing this around, always go and talk to your doctor. That's always what you can De do. Go and see definitely. Your GP. So now this next one, this is about you know, attracting a mate. Uh, so yeah. we've known that uh, for a long time. 
male whales sing to attract the mate. They produce these these songs. We've even had people record them, but this has now changed. Yeah, yeah quite surprisingly, and uh, all to do with with probably one of the best news conservation stories of recent decades. We know that humpback whales that travel along the east coast of Australia, there's a west coast population as well, of course, they reckon that at the height of whaling and when whaling was suspended in the 1960s, there could have been as few as 200 individuals left. And over a number of decades, um, they reckon that they've built completely back up to pre-whaling numbers. So early on in this build-up, they researchers started taking a lot of attention to whales and how they were behaving, what they were doing, and most male humpbacks were singing to attract a mate. What they've discovered since is that with the increased numbers, there's increased competition between males. And so the best tactic for getting and keeping a mate rather than singing to them, believe it or not, is not singing to them. Because if you sing, oh, all you do for, is for some of us, that's that's very very good advice. I've I've been trying to tell young Declan here, who's got his you know his lady love coming over in the next month. I've said I don't think you should sing to her, but you know. So anyway, go. On. We're talking whales, so go on. Tell him, tell him it's the humpback solution. If you if you sing, you just draw the attention of other males in ah. the area who say, ah. Someone there is singing, therefore the ladies must be around. Aha. So the the new the new technique is to not sing, um, and they think that by by 2015, when numbers had built all the way back up to pre-whaling numbers, they reckon non-singing whales are now four to five times more likely to to get a mate than the singing males. What happens to the singing males is they end up in fights because other males are attracted to the sound. Um, and you know it's it, it, it's it's pretty fierce. Um, the, the the kind of fighting that you know they, they bang into each other. And, you know, they can be injured. So this this is what's known as social evolution. What's really cool about this social evolution is that it's happened in real time in our lifetimes. Uh, so a, com- a complete reversal in the reason for singing. Yeah, and you've got all this in Cosmos magazine. A couple of researchers have done this work at the University of Queensland. It is fascinating, and uh, maybe some lessons for some of the. Uh, yeah, single men around as well. That's a, the, the, you can always learn something from biology, John. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> well, I've got to say, studying whales might be better than watching Married at First Sight. If you're looking for some advice, <laughs> I would have thought. Anyway, so. Ian, we'll talk again Thanks. soon. Thank you. Thanks, John. Cheers. Ian Connellan, who we have Vaughan talking about uh, matters to do with the science, and he was talking there about that particular uh, study. Uh, Philip says four boosters. Uh, last was in September of 2022. He's got COVID now. Uh, Brian says just spent the weekend in Canberra for a funeral. Lots of hugs all around. Uh, COVID is dead. We're talking about how the, the, the fear of it. People have gone back to normal, but there's still a fair bit of it around. I got it uh, in December having had uh, the two boosters, and that's why I was being a bit selfish there, finding out just what sort of protection they say that I've got as a result of that. 131873 is our number, 0460087373. Stephen Fennick with tech coming up in just a moment. And, of course, with the, the program now, 
Monday to Thursday, our Friday night show, of course, makes way for the continuous call team with the rugby league season kicking off at the end of the week. We're going to be doing camping and off-roading with the Duck on a Thursday. He'll be joining us then. And our TV segment with Rob McKnight, if you've heard that, we do it on a Friday night. We pull uh, things TV apart. Uh, He will be uh, with us on tomorrow night so uh, that's some of the schedule changes we're making to accommodate uh, the four days as opposed to five